0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha-Ann Simons. Glad to be with you this morning. Coming up this hour, some tips from Dr. Mia Termina about Omicron-specific booster shots. And later we'll kick back with some music from Chicago Latin rock band Asi Asi. We're also digging into some delicious conversations about food today. We'll hear from a Chicago chef known as the Melanin Martha. And we kick off the hour with your calls on your favorite restaurants in the city and in the suburbs. What are your faves and what do you love about them? Give us a call right now at 866-915-WBEZ. That's 866-915-WBEZ. Now, one spark for this conversation. We were surprised to see only two of our restaurants land on a New York Times best restaurants list. Surely some other Chicago institutions could have made the cut. So joining me now to help field your calls is NBC5 food reporter Steve Dolinsky. Welcome back, Steve.
1: Great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: And freelancer Amy Levitt, former deputy editor at Eater Chicago. Hi, Amy. Hi. Steve, Dear Margaret was one of the restaurants that uh, to make the New York Times list. You've been there, right?
1: I love Dear Margaret. I think it's a quintessential neighborhood restaurant, and uh, Brett Anderson, who I think was the writer who had picked it in the piece— Did a nice job. (laughs) Yeah. a good one.
0: Well, for those who haven't been, Steve, can you tell us more about Dear Margaret? It's a casual dining spot, right?
1: Super casual, French-Canadian, no poutine on the menu. Oh, Uh, no! It's a a partnership between a woman who was in public relations and marketing and a chef who grew up in Ontario. And so they've kind of combined Midwestern ingredients like smelt, but uh, giving everything a little bit of a Canadian twist, definitely making their own prosciutto uh, duck prosciutto duck liver mousse mm. uh, they make the bread and butter from scratch nice. uh, things like pan roasted sable with french lentils it's not pretentious it's not fussy uh terry McNeese is an amazing uh psalm and, and just handles the wine program with aplomb so it's the kind of neighborhood restaurant every neighborhood really craves yeah. and uh, the food's just so consistent
0: what do you order when you get there
1: I get the smelts always, fried in beef fat with fried pickles, uh, tartar sauce, and lemon. Oh, that um, sounds good. I do. I love sable. I love smoked sable, but they do a pan-roasted sable with the lentils that I love. Mm. And I usually try one of the either the cheeses or the charcuterie. The duck liver mousse is fantastic, especially with uh, that homemade bread.
0: That sounds delightful, uh, Amy. You have not <laughs> been to Dear Margaret, I know, but you have tried the food over at Yvette's. That's the other Chicago restaurant that made that New York Times list. Where is Yvette's?
2: It is on Armitage. It's just uh, west of the lake, so okay. It's kind of the so you can just like grab it for a picnic, even, and just go out to the lake.
0: Yeah, what kind of restaurant is it? It is Lebanese Mexican. So I know it's an
2: unusual combination. Um, the owner Mitchell Adju, Abu Jamal. He um, his family is Lebanese and he's also has some Mexican relatives and he grew up with all these influences and he um, just made it into a restaurant. He named it after his grandma, which is pretty sweet. Oh,
0: I That think. is very sweet. So so what do you think of their menu? Uh, it's, it's very small. It's like counter service.
2: So you just like get your stuff at the counter and then you go eat on a stool. But he has tacos, which are stuff with shawarma and steak and gyro and halloumi, which is
0: really good and mm. um i love the shawarma fries <laughs> a, Ooh, shawarma fries yes yes i love fries any way you do them
1: <laughs> I thought yeah it was an they're odd like, pick, like to be honest bad. with you though i mean I, I mean i don't know if amy agrees with me but for, to pick two restaurants in chicago you know on this 50 best in the country i mean no disrespect but there are just so many other restaurants in chicago events is fine it's nice little casual places she mentioned taco you know Taco service, they don't make the tortillas from scratch, though, like you'd find at Chingon or Zaragoza or Antique Taco. Yeah. And I think if you wanted Lebanese food, you'd probably go to Lebanese in Lincolnwood or Kebabie in Albany Park. So mm. I, it, just, it was an odd pick for me.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what, Steve? you—you you, yeah, re- Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Amy. Okay. The thing I noticed about this list, though, in general, and these two restaurants,
2: was like what they were picking, like small restaurants, like mom and pops that were not owned by large restaurant groups that weren't changed. They, mm-hmm. you know, like both of these restaurants were named after family members. They're, and I think of the other restaurants on the list in other cities, they were kind of like in the same vibe, like very small, like places yeah. that might not have gotten as much attention.
0: Yeah, well, I want to make sure that our callers, our listeners know that they can call as well because Steve sounds fired up uh, as far as all the restaurants that did not make this list. So if you want to join in on this conversation, remember our number is 866-915-WBEZ. We're literally standing by for your calls at 866-915-WBEZ because we know you have opinions on what should have made this list. Uh, in the meantime, let's jump into some of your picks. Uh, we are surprised that three Michelin star Alinea didn't make it. Steve, uh, what's going on? Is the hype over Alinea dying down?
1: Well, it kind of depends on who's doing the, these roundups, right? So like Bon Appetit just came out with their best restaurants in the country. They picked a little Spanish market in Lincoln Park called Deal Market. And Food and & Wine magazine just came out with their best new chefs. They had Kasama and Virtue. Great picks, by the way. Um, so, they don't always go for the three star Michelin for these kinds of roundups. I think, you know, in that category of the, what I call them, the tweezer food category, uh, where you must plate with tweezers, mm-hmm. you know, I-, I wouldn't overlook Oriole and Smith. Those are also excellent tasting menus. You know, Kasama is a fantastic tasting menu experience. And I would even put Boca up there if you're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, like a set menu for 150 plus per person. Those are all special occasion places. Um, I mean, Alinea certainly is is the OG in terms of what we have in Chicago for three star Michelin. Yeah, um, you cannot shake that. But there are a lot of other folks that don't get as much uh, recognition. I think.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, pivot now from fine dining then to some more casual, relatable food spots. Amy, let's talk about Johnny's Italian Beef. But remind me, there's there's a Johnny's with an I E and Johnny's with a Y, right? Because I feel like I found this out the hard way last year when I first got to Chicago. <laughs> Uh, Someone said, yeah, go to Johnny's. Yeah, they said, well, go to Johnny's. And I went to Johnny's and then everybody looked at me and said, oh, well, you went to the wrong Johnny's. And I'm like, well, how could there be a wrong Johnny's? But anyway, you are talking about Johnny's with an IE, right?
2: Yes. But, you know, I think Italian Beach is getting a lot of attention now because of a bear, which is kind of great. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess, you know, if you're going to go to Chicago, you should... Italian beef.
0: <laughs> so for, for people who uh, have not been, what should they know about this particular spot? It's a staple.
2: Yeah, it's a staple. They have jardinera on the Italian beef. It's like every place they have like this different spice on the beef. So, mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. Yeah, Johnny's uh, a... Coworker of mine brought Johnny's in uh, to to work the other day, and we all kind of salivated <laughs> over it. It was very delicious. Mine was very wet, very messy, but very, very delicious. Um, you know, one
1: of the problems one of the problems, by the way, with Johnny's is it's in Elmwood Park. and a lot of producers and writers who come to Chicago don't want to get in a car and drive to Elmwood Park. They want to go do it was downtown. You know, let's, let's go to Mr. Beef and Al's because they're close by. And I really do think it's worth going to Johnny's. It's a special place. Been there since the early 60s. Yeah, nothing has changed. They still roast the beef in house. A lot of places get it, you know, delivered from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That lemon ice is is a piece of heaven. It's oh, just, very good. You have to get a lemon ice with the beef. And I get it, you know, beef, sweet, hot, juicy every time.
0: Oh, sounds good. Uh, Let's talk about uh, barbecue a little bit here. Um, Smoke Barbecue. They've got two locations, one in Old Irving Park, another in the Chicago Loop. Uh, Reset guests have been recommending Smoke to me, Amy, for a solid year now. I finally went over the summer. I loved it. I had a brisket sandwich, um, a side of mac and cheese. Super delicious. What is it that you love about Smoke Barbecue?
2: Well, I'm a rib person, so I just always get ribs when I get barbecue. (laughs) Yeah. I think that what Steve said, though, about Johnny's is maybe also true for smoke because it is on the north side. You know, it's like harder to it's easier to get it to there than it is to get to Lems or any of the smoker barbecues Mm -hmm. on the south side. So I think editors and people that, you know, go for that, too, for that same reason.
1: Yeah, and I would add, and I would add just my two cents. I think smoke. You know, you got to get the brisket. They're known for that Texas style brisket, mm-hmm. and they get the Tim McCaskill hot links shipped up from Texas, the, the jalapeno cheddar hot links that a lot of Texans miss. Um, and I think you know Barry Sorkin and his team do such a great job there. They were really the first to kind of hit it out of the park in terms of Texas style barbecue in Chicago, in a city that you know we were oh, known really? for our aquarium style smokers in the South Side. Very different in the ribs and tips and links and what what they're doing up at Smoke.
0: Yeah, that brisket was really, really good. Uh, Let's jump to the phone lines. Lynn's been waiting. She's calling from Highland Park. Hey, Lynn, welcome to Reset. Hi, thank you for having me. Sure. What is your favorite spot in the area? My
2: favorite spot spot is the Fat Shallot on North Clark Street. And they have, I think, the best fries in the city with um, truffle aioli or
0: spicy sesame stuff.
2: And they have great sandwiches and salads and a patio out in front when the weather is good.
0: Fat shallot. Sounds good. Thank you so much for sharing, Lynn. I will have to add that to my very long list. <laughs> um, I got to mention pizza places, and I'm looking at you, Steve, even though you're not here in studio with me. Um, I know Pequod's is, is, is often talked about, and it's a spot that you and I have discussed before, but give us your thoughts on, on Pequod's.
1: Well, again, Pequod's, you know, it's been around since 71, started in Morton Grove, then expanded to Lincoln Park, and that Lincoln Park location is always busy because, again, it's it's close to downtown. Um, it's a little bit harder to get to My Pie, which I think is really one of the OGs in terms of deep dish. It's been around since the same year, since 71, but I like that. It's a little bit better ratio. You know, I'm a big fan of the optimal bite ratio, and I feel like Pequod sometimes overwhelms the bottom two-thirds of that crust. I like my pie's balance. And I think, you know, Millie's Pizza in the Pan, I'm hoping Amy agrees with me, <laughs> up in, in Uptown on Argyle, they do a fantastic oh, yeah. version of this deep pan pizza that Burke Katz created in 71. And I also think George's Deep Dish in Edgewater. But again, because they're so far away, a lot of visitors don't want to schlep up to Edgewater or to Argyle. But I really think Millie's Pizza in the Pan and George's Deep Dish are worth the trip. mm very good.
0: Some yeah, of your favorite. Yeah. They thing But
2: the other thing about them is, though, that you can't eat in usually. I mean, Millie's has a little bit of seating, but it's, they're mostly takeout places. So if you're a visitor, that's hard.
0: Yeah. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the best that Chicago's food scene has to offer with Amy Levitt, freelancer and former deputy editor at Eater Chicago, and Steve Delinsky, who's author and food reporter at NBC Five. Remember that we want to hear from you too. Tell us what do you think are Chicago's best restaurants and what do you love about them? Call us now at 866-915-WBEZ. That's eight six six nine one five. W B E Z, uh, Amy, me, Tokaya Antoheria. You've written about this Logan <laughs> Square restaurant. What do you love about it? I love that it made me love
2: peas. I have never <laughs> loved peas in my entire life, and I was practically licking the plate in their pea dish. It's
0: <laughs> so good. Really, what's not to love <laughs> about peas? Everything. <laughs> so, yeah, go um, ahead.
2: This place, I mean, if it makes you want to lick the plate, I think in my definition, you know, abandon all your dignity, that is a great restaurant. And Mita is definitely that.
0: So uh, what else do you recommend off their menu?
2: Oh, my gosh. I mean, guacamole, it is a cliche in a Mexican restaurant, but I also lick the plate on that, I have to admit. Um, (laughs) They do, they used to have this peanut butter lengua. I don't think they have it anymore, but that was also delicious. I have been. It's they have a steak burrito it's, it's mm. so good. It's just like like your dream of Mexican food, except it's just so much better.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing. Steve, you mentioned Kasama earlier. that's an East Ukrainian village. Talk to us about their food.
1: Yeah, it's really a split personality restaurant um husband and wife owners uh both have great pedigrees in the restaurant business and during the day like breakfast and lunch you just it's super casual uh filipino breakfast uh homemade sausages the longanita uh, breakfast sandwiches uh, poached steamed eggs uh, jeannie kwan's pastries are just next level she does a uh, really interesting uh, t- takes on croissants. But then at nighttime, it's a $200-plus tasting menu. Mm. Um, You've got to reserve at least 40 days in advance, you know, wine extra. But it's the first Michelin-starred Filipino restaurant in America, if not, I think, maybe the world. And they got one Michelin star. And um, it's just a really special place, 13 courses. The last Mm. three courses are sweets. Uh, Really just uh, impeccable and really, I don't say elevating Filipino because that's not the right way to say it, but they're just giving more respect the Filipino cuisine that hasn't really garnered cuz it's usually it's you know it's the same garlic rice and it's sausage and it's uh, punsit noodle but this is really a different experience and so I think you've got to go for you know go in the morning for the casual but then try to make a reservation at night and do the tasting menu.
0: Yeah, no that that sounds good. Now I know what you mean by split uh, split personality. Um, we recently talked to Eric Williams of Virtue in Hyde Park on the show which you you brought up virtue earlier, Steve. Uh, He was the only Chicago chef to win a 2022 James Beard Award for Best Chef in the Regional Great Lakes. What do you think about his food?
1: Well, he's always been so talented, but he you know, often worked under the shadow of Michael Cornick because he was executive chef or chef de cuisine at MK, and then he was working at a, a barbecue place uh, on Taylor Street. You know, this was really his chance to shine on his own with his, and sort of show his own personality. And he's all about talking about the story of migration and how the South has come to the North. Mm-hmm. And so it really this is the thing about you know, great restaurants in Chicago, they have a unique perspective. Right, So, whether it's Lula or Giant or Boca or any of the places we're talking about, you know he has a real serious perspective about the South and where the South is south's place in in Chicago in the yeah. north, and he's an extremely talented chef, and so the the execution level is also at a very high level so I, I think if you haven't been to virtue yet in Hyde Park, it is a must you must you must go down there
0: Let's jump back to the phones. Here's Janet in North Park. Hey, Janet.
2: yeah, hi. Um, if you were talking about beef sandwiches. Uh, Monty's in um, Albany Park, they have a variety of different Philly che- cheesesteak sandwiches, but the Rocky is delicious. It's spicy and just delicious. And then for pizza, I would say Riccobini's, um Ooh. down in Bridge- Bridgeport. They have a spinach and mushroom. Even by the slice, it is absolutely fantastic.
0: Nice. Thanks for calling, Jenna. I hadn't heard of Monty's, so I'll have to add that one to my list.
1: That's, that's because it's a Philly cheese steak from Philly. That's what the name of the Rocky obviously oh. is in Philly. So they're going to put cheese on your beefs there, just so you know.
0: Makes sense. All right, let's hear now from James. Hi, James. What's your favorite?
2: My favorite is uh, the Medici in Hyde Park.
0: Oh, the Medici in Hyde Park. Oh, that's, they have the best burgers. So good. Amy, burgers. Amy, Amy gives you a thumbs up on that one, James. <laughs> and
2: they have very good pizza. I've been going there since I was... Fourteen or fifteen years old. I am now seventy years old. My family goes there. They bring their friends. They have a huge variety of food. They were originally known for their pizza. It was a bookstore, and uh, you went into the back, and it was uh, a
0: pizza place. Ah, a hidden pizza spot in the back. Love it.
1: Right. And uh, if you look closely, Sasha and Malia Obama's initials are carved into the wall back there.
0: Oh, really? Oh, that's pretty cool. You used to
1: live down the street.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for calling, James. That's a great share. Uh, Steve, another one here. Our uh, Master Control Engineer, Dave Miska, says an underrated beef spot is Jays in Norwich. Have, has, have yeah, any of you tried that?
1: I know Jays. It's it's fine. I would If you're going to be in that area, I'd go to Bobo's instead up on West <laughs> Irving Park, though. I think uh, slight edge to Bobo's over Jays. I know people love Jays on Narragansett, though. Um, I thought the beef was a little bit too tough for me.
0: Amy, any... Any take on Jay's? Have you tried that?
2: I have not. I have to make a confession and I'll probably be on Chicago now, but I've never liked Italian beef, I have to say. I'm sorry.
0: Wow, Amy, you are now (laughs) removed from this conversation. (laughs) All right. In the meantime, while I shame you, let's have Julie join us from Northside. Hi, Julie. Welcome to Reset.
2: Hi, I love this conversation. I have so many um, uh, restaurants to recommend to you guys. Um, I was just in a cab, and um, the cab driver, we started talking, he swears by Kabobi. It's a Persian and Mediterranean grill, and um, it's 4748 North Kenzie in Albany Park. He says it is nice. the best. Awesome. So, um, and then I had the best hummus of my life at Galit. It's at 2421 North Lincoln in Lincoln Park.
0: Nice. Galit. I'm I'm getting thumbs up in the control room for Galit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
1: the best hummus in town without a doubt.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for calling, Julie. Well, you know what? There are so many delicious restaurants in Chicago. I think that's my takeaway here. We just won't have enough time to get through them all. So our thanks to Amy Levitt, who's a freelancer and former deputy editor at Eater Chicago, and Steve Dolinsky, who's an author and food reporter at NBC5. And thank you to all of you who called in and shared your favorites with us.